to the next page Flip turn to the next chapter Flip turn to the next day Flip turn to the next one Welcome to Life 111 Podcast. I'm Destiny. And I'm Xavier Quarterman. Welcome to episode 13. 13. 13. We hope everybody enjoyed last week's podcast. I did. Yeah. It was really cool talking about... I don't know if I've ever sat down and just talked about that explicitly. Like, Mm -hmm. just arguing. Just that. Yeah. Without arguing. That's true. (laughs) You don't talk about arguing. (laughs) So, I think it was cool. Hope everybody got something from that. Um, I know we definitely did. Yeah, and we hope everyone had a great week as well. Yeah, I, I finally feel like 2023 is slowing down a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it started off kind of fast, I feel like. Yeah. And it's just one of those things you look up in the summer, so. Yeah, it's already February, basically. Yeah, Valentine's Day coming up. Yep. And we'll do a Valentine's Day special or something. Yeah. Or we might not do a podcast that week, I don't know. Yeah, we'll do something. You have to think about something. Yeah. Well, let's get into this week's topic. Relational myths. Yeah, relationship myths. Oh, dang. (laughs) Yeah, so the first one we have down is you have to test drive Mm. before getting married. What Mm. do you think? (laughs) (laughs) I had an uncle that used to say that. Mm-hmm. Get this out the car before you drive, before you buy the car. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I don't feel like you need to test drive mm-hmm. the car before you get married. The car. Why do I keep saying the car? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to test drive before you get married. And in my personal conviction, the reason why is because I don't believe sex is a performance based thing. Mm-hmm. I think sex is. Um, something between two people out of communication that they mutually pleasure each other. Yeah. And so with that being said, it's a, it's a journey. It's not, you know, if you do this really good in the beginning, we're going to be good the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. Cause you're going to be 30. I'm going to be 30. We we both, we're going to both be 50. It's like, yeah, test drove. So it's 60. It's like, no life happens. (laughs) We like you got migraines, you get headaches, you're sick, you get pregnant. Like there's so many factors, and so mm-hmm. I think that leaves the whole test drive myth. Like it doesn't make sense. Yeah, because you both it grows. Like we're on year four, and mm-hmm. it's totally different than it was the first year. Mm-hmm. So test drive what? Like yeah, I agree. And like um, communication, like. When you're married, you can communicate, like, what you like, what you don't like. Yeah. So, I don't believe, like, you have to test drive. Yeah. So, like, like the other day, like, we were talking about early where we were we had a conversation in the car mm-hmm. where we were talking about, or you asked me, like, what are things that you like, mm-hmm. um, you know, when we're getting down. <laughs> Why do it sound like... When we're having like we're sex, old people or... like doing something <laughs> dirty or something. When we're getting down, <laughs> like when we're having sex yeah. or like even like um, foreplay stuff. Yeah, like we shared some things. I shared what I don't like and what I do like, and vice versa. Yeah. So I think like it always changes because mm-hmm. there's some things I liked in the first year that I don't like now. Yeah. You know, so 
it's, it's always changing. Yeah, I agree. And I also think about like the whole wedding night thing. Like, yeah, like the wedding night, you know, like you just got to go in there and like the wedding I mean, night is throw, wild. Throw it down. Yeah. And from from my experience, it's like, oh, it's just the beginning of a process that you're going to grow in mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Because it was like, I can go in there and be like, oh, I'm going to tear it up. And then you're like, oh, that doesn't feel like, stop, like, ouch, or yeah. that doesn't feel good. Or, and I'm like, dang, like, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like, it was something that, that grows. Or better. even I, like wedding night, you fall asleep. Yeah. You be tired. <laughs> like you think about it. You, you yeah. Can, it's a long day and this is months and months of building up to something. Mm-hmm. And so I once heard a couple say, um, the best thing you can do on your wedding night is to just take each other in. Mm-hmm. like no pressure no like like take each other's bodies in i'll say like that's how they said it mm-hmm. to just take each other's body in and like not put that pressure yeah and i think that that is true it's like it's a process so no i don't think you need to test drive because it's a journey yeah that's good so the next one is a tough one. Oh, okay <laughs> all men cheat Ooh. Now, I don't think everyone believes this, but I think it's a big enough conversation. Yeah. So, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's like, ooh, I'm waiting. Ooh, he better say, ooh, I'm gonna, he better say it right. Oh, God. Uh, sorry to burp. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at him burping the mic. I don't think that all men cheat. Oh, God. Everybody's like... A man saying that. he lying. He lying. (laughs) (laughs) All men don't cheat. No, I I don't think all men cheat. And this almost goes with the uh, dating uh, podcast we had. Mm -hmm. For somebody who might feel like all men cheat, you might then have to circle back around to, am I drawn to men who cheat? Mm. Because, what? (laughs) What? You're like, ooh, that was good. Yeah. Like in your head, you're like, oh, that was good. <laughs> ooh, me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I think it circles back to that. Um, because I think subconsciously we're all we're all drawn to something. And the danger of being the danger of not being healed is that you you can draw somebody else wounded mm-hmm. when you wounded yourself. Yeah. And it may manifest differently, but then you just get frustrated. But it's like, well, you keep being drawn to the same scenario. Mm-hmm. So I don't think all men cheat. I think, I think there's a lot of great men out there. Yeah. That are faithful husbands, um, amazing fathers, and they're killing it. You might not see them on TV. Then that's not broadcasted as much. Mm-hmm. That's not getting the traction of the algorithm on Instagram, or they don't have reality shows on faithful husbands. Yeah. <laughs> you ever think about that? <laughs> <laughs> so it it that can almost brainwash us to, uh, us into feeling like mm-hmm. most men cheat, and that's not the case. What do you think from a woman's perspective? Um, I oh lord, <laughs> I I don't know if I used to think this, but I would always go into a relationship very cautious. Mm-hmm. Because of 
that theory that I can get cheated on or like, yeah. and I don't need like this person could be so good and like be treat me well and everything. And I'll still be like cautious about getting cheated on. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think all men cheat and what you were saying about like healing, mm-hmm. it was good because um, like if you're not healed and then you go into your next relationship, you're going to take what you got from your last into this new one. Yeah. So it's like if you got cheated on, you're going to be like, well, this person's going to cheat on me. So, I'm, you know, it's just not going to go right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think healing is important. Like when you go into a new relationship. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't think all men cheat. Yeah. And I think you always have to try to give the person the benefit of the doubt. Like, mm-hmm. like with you, like, or if you're going into a new relationship, like, just trust at first. Yeah. Until that trust is broken. And hopefully it's not. But, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. When I think about what you said there, I think about when we met. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about when we met is that we were both in a place we had never been. Yeah. So we both drew, we both drew a person that we'd never been with. Mm-hmm. I think before I, I moved out and I was on my own and I had to like face my own demons and really work on myself, I was drawing a certain type of women. Mm. Because ultimately, you, yeah, you draw what you are. Yeah. Like whether you like that or not. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you were in a place where you were just like, I'm content. Yeah. I'm single. And you were working on yourself. Yeah, I was working on myself and like dealing with my own stuff. Yeah. Like healing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, Xavier was definitely not like anybody I've ever dated. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Yeah. So <laughs> likewise, so I do. That's I think that's a great point you made there. Like, um. About that. Yeah. So let's move on to a, Let's go on to the next one. I'm going to throw this one at you, all right? Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know if I would have volunteered to say this one if I knew what it was. <laughs> just go to the next one. Go to the next, next one? Yeah. Or just go to the one I'm about to read. Are you comfortable saying it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. All right. The bigger the better. <laughs> you want me to say that? Um, I don't agree with that. Some people are like, oh my God. <laughs> um, and guys, we're talking about penises, okay? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why like, I don't agree with that is because I know scientifically how many inches you need. Yeah. To reach the G spot. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't really believe you only need three inches. Yeah. To reach your G spot, which I mean, <laughs> that's not much. Just hoping God gave most men over that. <laughs> so yeah, like I don't agree with that. Like, I honestly don't want anything like crazy up inside me. Like, <laughs> it's just uncomfortable for like it's just too much. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Some people like that, but I just don't. Yeah. Like the 20 inches and like all <laughs> oh that. Like God. I don't, 
<laughs> I'm not crazy about that. But like, you know, you listen to music, culture, like it's all about just having a big penis. Yeah. And um sometimes like you said, like when you really boil down to it, it's like, really? Like, mm-hmm. does that really make you a stronger person? Is that make you a man? <laughs> yeah. You can have you can have fifteen inches and not be a good father. Or, you know, you can be 15 inches and can't stay faithful to one woman. So what's the point? Yeah. And I know, like, that's a big, like, ego thing. Like Yeah, that's what it is. It's for ego. men. Yeah. So, like, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree with you. Like, I, I, I don't agree with that. I'm not saying that because I, like, I have one inch and I'm trying to defend myself or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason I say that is similar to you, like, um, a book I read. Always ref- reference this book. Um, she comes first. He has a chapter where he talks about the um, the tongue is mightier than the sword, mm-hmm. and he goes into like talking about the clitoris. Yeah, how the clitoris has eight thousand more nerves mm-hmm. than the male penis, and they did. Um, I think he worked with gynecologists, and they did an experiment with where they put pressure inside of a woman's vagina mm-hmm. um, on the inside and two thirds of the women said they didn't feel it. And then they didn't experiment, but they put their finger, they put pressure on the woman's clitoris and they 100% of them felt it. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and if you read scientifically, the inside, the G spot is just the back, it's just the back of the clitoris. Yeah. And so all pleasure most women are feeling is essentially from the clitoris. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah, it's from the clitoris. And so, like like you said, you only need two or three inches. And the clitoris is the only part of a female that's only designed for pleasure. Yeah. Like, not even a man has that. We, yeah, like, our pleasure system, it carries out different functions, but the clitoris is literally only meant for pleasure. Mm-hmm. But yet, you just want to ram something 15 inches into, yeah. you know, inside of her when... There's so many nerve endings. There's so much more pleasure and all that, right? Yeah. So we can go on and on about that. But essentially, like, no, I don't. I don't agree with that. The bigger, not the bigger, the better. I don't care what everybody says. And like, I got a big dude. Like, yeah, you know, that's great, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. So that's good. I think we handled that pretty well. Yeah, we use we the use scientific, scientific tape. Yeah, when you use scientific terms, it's not like oh my god, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah so that's good um but yeah like i agree like the um like the clitoris is i mean that's my main source of pleasure honestly yeah like yeah i would say this fellas Mm -hmm. because i think only up to 30 25 percent to 30 30 percent of women um orgasm through intercourse yeah so one if you're like, if you're male and you're married and you're downing yourself because you can't make your wife climax through intercourse, it's okay. Yeah. And it's normal. Like for the ladies too, like if you can't climax through sex, like actual, like when he's inside, intercourse, yeah. it's normal. Yeah. So that's Not, what the yeah, clitoris is for. Yeah. And so I'm like, literally it is possible for your spouse to climax every time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it happens through intercourse, but then I'll be like, "Oh man, it's like no, like there's other ways." Yeah, and 
And when you understand that, then you can go about, you know, go about your business and make sure your spouse is satisfied. But I think that's important, though, because it's like, dang, like, I can't make you climax every time through intercourse. Mm-hmm. It's like, dang, like, let me take a pill and make it grow 10 inches. And it's like, no, that's not the case. Yeah. Like, it's just there's some psychological things there. Psychological, biological things there <laughs> that, you know, when you understand it, it sets you free in a sense. So, yeah. We just need to do a whole podcast on sex, I guess. Yeah, that was like a whole sex ed <laughs> right there. <laughs> All right. Um, sex and marriage is boring is mm. another myth. I think we talked about this before. Yeah. But um, we could just quickly run through this. Yeah. I remember sitting with a couple, which is a great friend of ours. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we were, I think we were engaged still. And I was like. I'm so scared that when we get married, we're not going to have sex anymore. Like the thrill is going to go away. Mm-hmm. And I remember she was like, okay, well, yes, that thrill that you have now, like the butterflies and stuff, that might not always be there, but the satisfaction and fulfillment will always be there. Yeah. <laughs> so our Google thing just talked. Um, so yeah, like, I, I think, and, and then it takes, like you said, it takes, takes work. Like you said, this in uh, the dating podcast. Mm-hmm. It takes work. It takes being intentional. Like, you have to create that. Yeah. That moment, you have to, like, you know, with sex toys, which I guess we will have a, sec- a podcast on sex now. Because yeah. through sex toys, through lingerie, through, like, different positions, we have this cool app we use. Yeah, we've we talked about it. Have we talked about the app? Yeah, we'll get into it on another episode. Okay, true. But yeah, so there's just different ways to to keep it spicy. Yeah. So what do you think? Yeah, I agree. Like, um, like you just have to do things to just keep it fresh. Yeah. Like, um, like you said, like lingerie, like even like making out. Like when you're dating, you make out all the time. Yeah, when you get married, you don't kiss anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you just do the like... <laughs> I, making out is it actually you know it can get you there quick yeah you know what i thought about the other day i thought about that i'm like mm-hmm. like when you you were dating and y'all make out yeah i was like so it was like the hardest thing in the world not to keep going further mm-hmm. but then i was like but look at the things we did though yeah. we spent like quality time together like we would go to theme parks mm-hmm. and then you would spend time making out yeah. And then you get married, you don't do none of that. Nothing. And then it's like, oh, I'm not hot and heavy. Well, one, did you spend time? How many, did you spend the day together? Did you get to go out to eat and just talk? Mm-hmm. And then two, like, the the reality of, like, just kissing and, like, making out, stuff like that. Yeah. There's so many, like, um, there's endorphins and things that are released through making out and stuff like that. Yeah. That prepare you for sex. So it's like... In a sense, it's not that sex is boring. It's that you just stop doing the things you did before. Yeah. I thought about that like yesterday. Mm. Like when you make out for 10 minutes, of course you're ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So different things like that, like that, you know, get you there. Hey, yep. All right. I'm going to throw this one at you. Marriage is just a piece of paper. No, I, I don't agree with that. I feel like marriage takes work. Even yeah. though it's like you sign a piece of paper, but it's like it takes work and like like you were saying, like you have to be intentional yeah. about continuing to care for the person, continuing to please the person, communicate, like yeah. 
like all that. Yeah. It's not just signing a paper and just like, all right, we're married now. Everything's good. Yeah. It's like, no, you have to work through arguments and disagreements mm. and like bills and like finance, like everything. Yeah. You're legally bound together by the, the state. Yeah. Like, and I remember we had a conversation with um, a, a friends at the time about this. And it's like, they've been together for a long time, but he's like, man, you know, it's just a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And you know what, like hit me. It was like, if it's just a piece of paper, then why is divorce so painful? Yeah. You know, if, if it's, a, if it's just a piece of paper, why is a wedding so beautiful? Mm. Like, why do people cry? Like we go to weddings and it's just like, I had to get goosebumps every time. Xavier cries at every wedding. I do. Even though <laughs> we, sometimes he doesn't even know the person. <laughs> Look at her. What's her name? Which is cool. This is, I, I don't it's know. It's like a heavy moment. Yeah. When two people come together. I hope I never like get used to that. Yeah. Because like, I think as time goes, marriage culture wants to make marriage less significant. Mm-hmm. And I, I think ultimately marriage is like, it's still holy before God. Like, I feel like I'm just going to say it like, it's yeah. still something that like God made and it's, it's always going to carry weight. Yeah. And I feel like, like nobody talks about that anymore. Yeah. Like, like having a covenant with God, like yeah. being married, like nobody, it's like weird now. Yeah. Yeah, like, it is. But I still agree with that. I still agree. If I posted like, right now a picture of you bending over, I'm like, damn, she's fine. I want to hit that. People are going to be so uncomfortable because we're married. <laughs> yeah. You notice that? Because that, yeah, this happened yeah. to me. I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Like, I'll see, like, you know, like a couple posts a picture and they, like, you know, she's a freak or like something like them, you know, playing around. And it, I'm like, why does it make me uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. But you put anything else out there and yeah. it's not. Like, it's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, I 100%, I think is, I think ultimately it's not just a piece of paper because you're making a covenant before God, mm-hmm. which I think is higher than any state, any law, any, like, covenant. And, like, yeah, he's committed to making the marriage work. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, it's you, your spouse, and him in a covenant. And I've experienced I think if it wasn't for God, like in that covenant, we yeah. would be together still. I think yeah, really I, I agree with that. Dang. <laughs> God, all right. Let's, no, uh, no, I didn't mean uh, it in a bad way. It's just like, without God, I can't be a good wife. Like, I yeah. really can't. It's and, impossible for me. And there are times like where, like, I would like, and <laughs> here's an interesting story. Like, there's times where, I'll like go go to spend time with God, and He's like, "Go make love to your wife." Yeah, like those are ways we don't think that He will want to be involved in your marriage, but mm-hmm. He is. Yeah, you know, and so and it was it's just a beautiful process. All right, so we move to the next one. Okay, you want to read this one? Yeah, I read it. Right. Pornography won't affect your relationship. Mm. Yeah. That's a myth. <laughs> I disagree with that. And I disagree with it because porn, consuming porn affects all of your relationships, I would say. It mm-hmm. affects your friendships. It affects 
um, your relationship. It, re- it affects your spouse. It affects your marriage. It affects your kids. Yeah. And um, and I can go on and on with the scientific stuff and mm-hmm. all the books and all that crap. But long story short, it's a it's one of the most dangerous drugs. Mm-hmm. And this blew my mind. It's one of the da- most dangerous drugs because on co- you take cocaine, mm-hmm. you can overdose. There is a limit. But when you consume porn, there's no limit. Yeah. And you fry your brain to the point where you can't even enjoy um, sexual stimulation from another human being anymore. Mm-hmm. You can fry your brain. You rewire your brain that this is pleasure and it's not real. Yeah. And so it it decreases your ability to experience real sexual ple- pleasure. <laughs> pleasure. Yeah. Pleasure and connection the way that we were designed to. Yeah, and it makes you look at people as objects. Mm, yeah. You know. I think I shared with you the other day, um, I saw a video and it talked about when people consume porn, mm-hmm. the part of their brain that's being um that's operating is the part of the brain that has to do with objects, not people. Yo, yeah. You share that with me. And so... Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I disagree with it um, for sure. Because it, it affects many things. It affects, like, communication. It affects, mm-hmm. like... It could affect, like, how you view your spouse or, mm-hmm. like, what you expect Yeah. as well. So, like, I know, like, for me personally, it used to affect how... Like I performed in the bed because mm. I feel like I had to do certain things. And yeah. so it made me feel like insecure sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, like I think it affects a lot of areas. So get into the next myth. Okay. Go ahead. Um, love is enough. Mm. It's <laughs> <laughs> the face you made. I know you got something to say. No, I just I don't agree with it. Yeah. Like, I don't think love's enough because sometimes I'm like, man, like, I really don't love this dude right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But even in those moments where I feel that, like, I still, like, care about you and yeah. the love is still there. But it's like, if you're in a heated argument, you're not going to be like, well, I love him or I love her, whatever. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, and in love, like, It, like, has highs and lows, I feel like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I feel like uh, love, you know, argument, and there's some days where you don't feel like you love that person. Yeah. But I think love has to to transform into, like, action and work. And Mm -hmm. love is apologizing. It's, like, sticking it out. Yeah. It's persevering through your spouse. Your spouse can be going through depression. Mm-hmm. You know, your spouse can be sick. You know, your spouse can have a season. Like, love looks like persevering through all of that. Yeah. And so, it's like, no, nah, it's not enough. You have to work. You have to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I totally agree. It's like, oh, my God, I love you. But when yeah. life hits or when things get Sometimes difficult, get tough. like, it, it takes more than that. Yeah. All right, so the next one. Mm-hmm. When you're dating or married, you don't need anyone else. As in, you don't need any f- other friends. Like, mm. you don't need to communicate yeah. with anyone else. Mm. 
Yeah, I don't agree with that. Yeah. And I, we've covered this before. Mm-hmm. Well, we've had 13 episodes, so we've, t- <laughs> we've talked a lot. So yeah. it's like, dang. So we, we have covered this a little bit. And now I know we like to say it romantically, like, you're the, you don't need anyone else. I, you know, I only need you if it's just me and you in the world. <laughs> you know, but reality is, like, you do need other people. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying those people are superior to your marriage. Mm-hmm. but you do need other people outside of your marriage. Um, like I need guy friends. Yeah. Um, because like they're like, we even talked the other day, there were certain things I expressed to you and like, I can get upset and then, or you can express something to me and we get it upset at each other because we're not understanding. Mm-hmm. And some things I, I can't understand. And there's some things you can't understand. Yeah. And we'll just go at it. We'll just be like, you don't get me. You don't understand. It's like, I, you can do all we can to try and we can't. Yeah. And there's some things that Xavier shares. Like, he'll, share, he'll tell me a story. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then he was like, well, I should have shared it with oh, somebody I'm else. discouraged as hell. <laughs> I am discouraged. So, like, that's what some of his friends yeah. are for. Like, yeah, I, they'll be like, oh, wow. I'll tell that same up. story. We're like, oh, like run around the room. <laughs> Yeah, but like I'm just like, oh okay. I'm like, dang, I thought it was gonna land better. Uh, I yeah. told you something the other morning, and you were like, oh, I was like, all right, never tell you that again. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I felt humiliated because <laughs> I was expecting a response. Yeah, so that's why he has guy friends. For. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and and so yeah, I think you you need, and then it's your responsibility to surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. Like the other day, you know, everyone loves posting quotes about cutting people off and like toxic relationships. Mm. But now I see those posts and the other day it clicked. I'm like, I understand these posts and it's cool, but I'm low key glad that I don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. I don't have any toxic friendships. I don't have any relationship. And it's lonely at times. Mm-hmm. That's the cost sometimes with it. Yeah. Sometimes being healthy is being a little lonely at times because we don't have, a, we have what three, we each have three or four people yeah. that, you know, that's in our circle. And we know we don't talk every day, but those people, when we want to spend time outside of our home, those are people we're with mm-hmm. and we don't got to worry about toxic and toxicity and jealousy and yeah, like, all that crap. Doing? And it Wondering. felt weird to like, see that quote and be like, well, I don't got to worry about that anymore. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely things that, like, if I share with Xavier, he won't understand, like, Mm -hmm. some things about being a mom or, like, anything about a girl, he'd be like, oh, okay. (laughs) Sometimes I'll share stuff, and he's just, like, kind of like how I was. He's like, oh, okay, like, nice. Yeah. You know? (laughs) It is not intentional. It's just we're just different beings, and so... And it, sometimes it looks like he's not listening. So I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to stop. I mean, I'm, I'm listening. I just yeah. might not be. You're like zoned out thinking no, about I'm, football. No, I'm listening. I'm not. What? <laughs> That's I just, what it I just might not be as, I might not be as intent, attentively listening. I might not be as yeah. involved as, you're, as you are when you're thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I do the same yeah. to you. Dang. So. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, like if you if you seen like the stuff me and the guys talk about like at Top Golf, mm-hmm. you're like these guys are lame, but we're so excited about it. Yeah, and 
probably vice versa. Mm-hmm. I read a little the, a book that you read. Yeah. And mind you, this girl was it over a thousand pages? Oh yeah. Like I've mind you, I've been reading for years, and Destiny's like, oh, I don't really like reading. She found this one book and read this book. It's over a thousand pages. I've she read that in a span of a book I'm reading that's like two hundred pages. Yeah, that and book I, is so good. I, I forgot what it's it. called. Shout it out. Uh, Redemption. Redeeming Love. Redeeming yeah, yeah. Love. There's a movie There's a about movie it too. too. And I read a page of that book and I felt like I worked an eight hour shift. It was so intense. <laughs> like how it, I was like, yeah, is this so what a good. woman's mind is capable of? Yes. God, dog. Yeah, was, there's a lot. It was very intense. Yeah. That like it was just the emo- it was so much emotions. Mm-hmm. Like I was worn out from that page yeah i mean i just want to go like i think about stuff like a lot of things at once i think that's just a woman's power you know (laughs) yeah i give you that yes (laughs) it is i just want to go like change a tire or something i just want to go get an oil change or dig dig in the dirt something simple and dirty yeah because okay i forgot what we were next myth next myth you can fall out of love you can answer that one first. Yeah. We we had a talk um with a family member like a couple months ago. And mm-hmm. like one of the things she was saying, like, about the scenario, like, what's the point of marrying somebody if you're afraid one day you're gonna wake up and look over, like twenty years later? Cause right, when you hear marriages that divorce after twenty five years, it's like, dang, that's a long time. Yeah, that's heartbreaking. And if you knew it was going to end at 25 years, would you have even tried? Yeah. And so you wake up one morning, 20 years later, and you look over at that person, and it's like, I don't love you anymore. I fell out of love with you. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. And none of us can go that far into the future to predict that. Yeah. All we can do, we're at four years. I would hope <laughs> at 20, like, that's depressing. <laughs> at 20 years, we're just going to give up like that. Stuff and I get it, life happens, right? Like Yeah. It's not black and white. So I'm not saying, you know, you failed if that happens. Life happens. But the reality of you falling out of love, I don't know if I believe in that because like if you just take what we believe the definition of love is, is love is patient, love is kind. Love doesn't give up. Mm-hmm. So essentially you can't fall out of love because Love isn't this this thing that controls you. Yeah, it's love not, is many things. Yeah, it's not like one day I love you and then one day a switch happened, I don't love you anymore. Mm-hmm. You can lose feelings. You can develop bitterness. Yeah. You can develop unforgiveness. We can talk about those things over a course of time building up, but love perseveres all. And so you can wake up 20 years later, look at that person and that person discuss you. Mm-hmm. But I love you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to make it work. And another thing that makes me think about, I think I thought about before we started, when it comes to relationships, like, I think we place happiness as the top tier and goal of all of all of our relationships. Mm-hmm. When I think, in fact, happiness is produced. Yeah. Because if we did nothing, love ain't going to do nothing for us. Yeah. If I just stop communicating... You stop communicating, we stop speaking to each other's love language, all that stuff. It's going to die. The relationship's going to die. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to, then we can say, I fell out of love, but like, 
we have to put in work and it's when that work is put in that we feel this peace and this happiness. Yeah, that's what we say, like, love isn't enough. Yeah. Like, I think that was a myth, like, two two myths ago. Like, yeah. it was like, love is enough, but it's not. Yeah. And, yeah, like, love is action, like, taking action. Like, what we were saying, like, love is kind, patient, et cetera. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, what do, you, what do you think about that myth? You can fall out of love. Yeah, I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I just said, like, what I felt about it. Yeah, you did. I don't know why I asked you that, dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so. That's true. My bad. My bad. Last myth. Woo, I'm sweating. <laughs> oh my God. You got that big. <laughs> huh? You got that big coat on. I do got a jacket there. on. I don't know if we we're going to do a video or not. I wasn't wearing the shirts. So I'm like, oh. Let me put the jacket on. <laughs> I did walk Duke, too. Yeah. But All you right. got sweat dripping, <laughs> dripping down your forehead. That, really? Like it's like kind of like you know, yeah, there's like oily. little dots of sweat. It's oily. <laughs> it's not oily. It's like it looks like sweat. It's oil. <laughs> I just wiped it off. All right, last one. <laughs> you want me to read it? Oh, I can read it. There's one person out there for everybody. Hmm. Yeah, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I tricked Xavier earlier and said I agree with it. I was like, we finna, we finna do this podcast <laughs> and we're on different pages. <laughs> this whole time I thought you... <laughs> but yeah, I don't agree with this. I feel like, especially like if you marry someone. Like, you know, people say like, um, like soulmates and stuff like that. But I feel like when you marry someone, you can marry anyone. Yeah. And if you and that person make it work, it's going to work. Yeah. And yeah, like there's a lot of people that I can be compatible with, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm kind of stealing what you said earlier. Like I nah, chose I you. I can't answer. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I chose yeah, you, yeah. And, but there's so many people that yeah. I could have been married to, mm-hmm. but the story just would have been different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what I agree. You? And then you get... Our story gets sticky with this mm-hmm. because God did speak to both of us yeah. individually and say, hey, this is your spouse. Mm. And you would think from that story that that means there was one person for us. Yeah. And even in that, that did not mean that. Yeah. God didn't force us to get married. Mm-hmm. I think with God and his all-knowing and ability to see the future and to plan our lives effectively is for the path you have in your life, she will help you get there most effectively. Yeah. I think it was, hey, she is most compatible for where you're heading in life. Mm-hmm. I could have said, I appreciate that. I'm good. That's kind of fast. And you know what? In life, I wouldn't have been punished. I wouldn't have gone to hell. Yeah. Like, life would have moved on. I probably would have married somebody else. Life would be totally different. Mm-hmm. That's the end of that. But I, yeah, I agree. I don't think there's just one person. But I do think there are people who are more compatible than others mm-hmm. that um, that would just give you a certain um, outlook on life. Like I could have married somebody. You're more of a straightforward person. Mm-hmm. Like you're more honest. Like say it, what? say it how it is. Yeah. Like say it how it is. But in a like, nice way. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and then I could have married the per the, the person I dated before you was like 
kind of on the other side of spectrum, like quiet, soft-spoken, mm-hmm. didn't really like conflict. And my like life would be different if yeah. I married that person. And maybe that worked then, but I think for where I'm going in life, that wouldn't have been the best for me. Yeah. Because I kind of carried some of those traits sometimes. I'm like, ah, everything all right. Like, you know, yeah. I can brush things to the side a little bit. And you're kind of like straight shooter. So I think in that way, you help me. Mm-hmm. And another way I help you. So, yeah. And I think like those that are afraid to, you know, marry someone or is this person right for me? It's like, like I said earlier, like if you want to make it work, then it's going to work. Yeah. You know, so I don't think you have to be afraid. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a, I don't even know if we would ever do a podcast on this, but I also want to speak to those who rely heavily on uh, the zodiac signs. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people use those yeah. to think of com- compatibility. Once again, I feel like, like you said, if you want to make something work, whether yeah. you were born in November, December, your yeah. cancer, scope, I don't know all of them, but I wouldn't even rely, I wouldn't give my future and fate to signs Yeah, for something as serious as my marriage, mm-hmm. you know, because if you want to make it work, you'll make it work. Yeah. And everyone, and here's the thing, one scenario is not better than the other. Now, I'm not talking about abusive situations. I'm talking like, the, like us, we could struggle with communication. But I'm like, dang, if I married somebody else, it would mm-hmm. be better. But no, it just would have been another set of issues. Yeah. So no matter who mm-hmm. you would have married, it would have been something that yeah, you would have had to work something. on. Yeah. So it's almost like you just pick. What are you willing to, you know, deal with? What are you willing to work through? If you're willing to work, if you're not willing to work through a person who loves seafood, don't marry. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, we have a say in this. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. those are, was those nine or ten? I think it was ten. Ten myths. Ten myths. This was good. I I enjoyed this. Yeah, we really had the sex ed in the beginning. Yeah, I'm like, man, we should just. <laughs> <laughs> That could have been a whole episode. Yeah, we really got to do one pretty soon. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. Yeah, we can get into all the scientific stuff on that. Yeah, you'd be surprised at some of the stuff out there. So yeah, that about wraps it up for episode Mm thirteen. Feel like we talked about a lot. There's some cool things that we got to just talk about. Yeah. So yeah, man, we hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Yeah, give us some feedback. What do y'all think? Do y'all disagree with anything that we said? We want to know that too. Yeah. The good and the bad. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, follow us on Instagram at Life on Eleven Podcast and email us at Life on Eleven Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Appreciate y'all, man. This is awesome. We keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we appreciate y'all and we'll see y'all next week. Have a good week. Love, Love y'all. y'all.